Lemieux. The center penalty coming up. Look at Lemieux. Oh my heavens. What a goal. What a move. Lemieux. Oh baby. There's a mistake and a throw. Puck by Bridget. fans welcome back to season two of talking hockey the hockey talking show if that theme song didn't get you excited i don't know what to tell you because it got a little tingle in me spine on that one for sure uh but i'm just so excited that uh, season two is here i'm co-host tom i've got with me as always my pal co-host randy it's great to be back everybody it was a wonderful summer yeah. But it's time to get her going. Yeah, let's get her going. Hey, boys. Um, so I got the shades on, a la Bob McCowan, uh, now booted uh, Sportsnet Radio Formerly host of, or whatever. Yeah. But uh, that's maybe a thing we can talk about later is all the Sportsnet hosts let's that throw it out have there, yeah. uh, hit the road. But you know what? We got we got a lot to talk about. This is the, the uh, preseason spectacular of Talking Hockey, the Hockey Talking Show. So we're calling it ep- Season 2, Episode 0 uh 2.0 2.0 yeah um so we're not really gonna count this as a full episode well it's gonna be a full episode it's gonna be a huge episode but we're not gonna go through the usual you know segments with uh we got the vintage hockey hair we got the local legend we got the pants episode yeah we're gonna save those for the you know the full-on season two episode one yeah premiere but this we're, we're gonna like ease back into the pool that's exactly it we're test di- the water we're dipping our toe in the water sort of just testing it out seeing how it feels to be back in the saddle it feels it really good already yeah it does like it's, uh, I'd it's like, like just, 97 fahrenheit i think like just <laughs> spot on i'd like to drop a few more cliches if we could <laughs> but um yeah let's let's start it off the way we always do here on talking hockey the hockey talking show and that is with our local beer of the week and we said uh, who better to be our local brewery uh, to start it off with but sucrums our pals just down the road not too um, far from here yeah about seven minutes it takes me seven minutes to get here to there and have already take a sip was that like a, a leisurely pace or what do you, you No, just like a, a standard kinda? like walking like, around yeah kind of pace yeah. you know nothing too just crazy walking. just walking yeah i might have had good timing with like the the crossing signals or something sure you know that goes a long way but you know like the hockey gods might have been looking down on me <laughs> but, like uh, this guy get needs to get to sucrums <laughs> um so we've got the amity island uh it's a hazy ipa one of our faves yeah we do like those hazy ipas and amity island as we just discovered before uh coming on air here is that it's um, named after the place where Jaws was set. That's right. And little did I know, actually, all of their beers or most of their beers are movie-themed. Movie-themed, yeah. They, they had like a Pulp Fiction-themed uh, one. 
Okay. Uh, well, they just had Magic Hour, and Magic Hour is actually pretty much the time of day right now right. for all you phot- photographers and filmmakers oh. out there. When the sun is really low in the sky, that's called Magic Hour, and that's yeah. when you get the really nice lighting. Yeah, we're getting some natural light through the window. So that, that's uh, your filmmaking tip of the day, okay. sponsored by Sucrums. Well, let's crack these Amity Islands. Let's um, get into it. And, and see how that uh, works out. We have had these ones before. Cheers. Cheers. Season two, episode zero. Yeah. That's tasty. That is so A tasty. New England IPA, I think is what they officially call it. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, they do. And then I'm just to take an, the shades uh, off so I can read the can here. Just a shout out, you know, to the other ones here in Winnipeg. We got 66 from Barnhammer. Uh, I'm, you know, that's one of my faves as well. 66. We got mm. Mario Lemieux. You got to, yeah. you know, you, I, I can't see that number and not think of the, the magnificent one. Yeah. Um, and then we have also codename Ghost. Don't you sometimes think of Josh Hosang? I do sometimes because you... <laughs> the kid's got something to yeah. pick He's that number. He's got 66 on his back. <laughs> I would say that, um, you know, just a quick little aside to that. I'm cool with him wearing 66 because that's for the Islanders. Yeah. It's not Pittsburgh. So, yeah. you know. Th- it, it doesn't infringe upon the Penguins' like history, if no, you will. It's, it's just another team. But we do have the league-wide 99 retired exactly. for every single team. Uh, we have Pugliarvi, who thought it was a good idea to wear 98 for Edmonton, yeah. which maybe caused him a little bit of bad luck yeah. with that uh, yeah. franchise there. A little there. too close to maybe. 99. Nuge is 97, you mm-hmm. know. But... I learned something interesting this summer, uh, and I just learned this maybe a, a week or two ago, is that there's a guy in the KHL, I believe, and he's Ukrainian born, and his last name is Gretzky, but he, it's spelled instead of Z-K-Y, it's S-K-Y, and he's wearing 99 over Whoa. in the K. And I, I was like... I would say that's okay. I was like, that's... That's definitely okay. Your I name is Gretzky. Like, Gretzky's brother played like, you yeah. know, for a cup of coffee, Brent. I think. Brent, I think, yeah. Apparently, to this day, they're still the highest scoring yeah. brothers. For sure. Yeah, in the in the league, in league history. Yeah. I'm not, I don't know what number he would have been. Like, would he? I don't know. He probably was more like 21 or yeah. something, you know? Like, a, or I, but maybe, yeah, maybe, like, he, maybe he was 88 or something. Yeah, I don't I know. know. Something to look forward to for maybe for next episode. Mm-hmm. But anyways, what do we have on the, the, on the agenda? So on the agenda today, so we've got our, we've got our beers underway. They're um, juicy, bright, citrusy, grapefruit, apricot. You got all kinds of hops going on in there. Sucrums, brewery. Hey, we're looking for sponsors. Um, 479 Warsaw, <laughs> just down the back lane from here, um, basically in the Osborne area, yeah. Confusion Corner, not too far away. Could that's, throw a baseball to it. That's right. But uh, So that's our local beer of the week, and we're going to get into our talking Hockey Hot topics of the summer. Of the summer. Usually it's of the week, but you know we're uh, coming back here, so let's talk about the summer a little bit. There was all kinds of... Um, hot stuff this summer of course the rfa situation so many high like high like names you'd put on the marquee you know what i mean uh like high profile superstar players all rfas needing contracts and like still to this day a lot of them haven't signed mitch marner the one of the bigger names just signed the other day you think okay here it comes here it comes um but there's still a bunch there that haven't signed. So 
We'll get into that. Let's talk about Jets stuff because we're here in Winnipeg. Training camp kicked off the other day. Lots of Jets stuff to talk about. No shortage of drama. Um, you know, there's all well, kinds. Media created drama. For maybe. sure. Uh, I think a lot of it is media created. And hey, no better time than right now to put out our talking hockey, the hockey talking show disclaimer That's is that right. we're just a couple of dudes um, who like to talk hockey. Love it. Uh, you know, if we didn't have microphones and a camera in front of us, we'd be talking hockey anyway. So we're not expert opinions. We don't have insider access. You know, we're just we're just shooting the shit, as it were, about hockey, the game that we love. We play hockey. We watch hockey. Um, so there's lots to talk about, and we're always talking it. So we don't pretend to know what's going on behind the scenes. And um, just, you know... It, to me, it seems like that's that's my one problem with hockey coverage is that it just always seems like someone needs to be the first to break the news or break the story or whatever. Yeah. And then sometimes it's like a little bit of fishing. Yeah. Which also, you know, maybe in kind of relation to that or something I noticed that was very similar to, to that. It's like the, the people that want to be the ones that break the news. Like I was watching the CTV news provincial coverage yeah. of the of, of of the election right and they make all these like drastic like they're like 17 <laughs> minutes into the broadcast and like oh and the pcs have won like ctv <laughs> is like calling it now yeah. like they I wanna, don't know like maybe they, they get the scoop yeah well they want to be the ones that be like mm -hmm. and then looking back it's like oh ctv called it at six yeah. fifty-seven p.m or whatever and, and to me i don't know when you know in in kind of regards to hockey coverage it just seems like there's some unnecessary um, just noise yeah. that, you know, sure, there's things going on behind the scenes and whatever else, but for the most part, just stick to the game. Yeah, and, and, and each writer has their, it's, it's, it's kind of a little much to call it an agenda, but they have their, um, their take, right? So, like, certain writers for the free press when they're covering the Jets... Their articles come across, they always come across a little negative, like the one, I'm, I don't, you know, whatever, but it was Friday the 13th when camp opened up and the whole article was doom and gloom about the Jets and it's like, you know, uh, there's other angles to take. Well, and I'm pretty sure no one at camp felt that way. No, for like sure. They were They're like, all excited to be back. The boys back are back. Let's get her going here. Exactly, yeah. right? And so <clears throat> one thing I think that we try to do on Talking Hockey, the Hockey Talking Show, is bring a positive aspect to what we're talking about because why bother talking about something you don't really like? And we like hockey, so we talk about the stuff in hockey that we like. And um, that's our disclaimer. So where was I? <laughs> Lots to talk about. Yeah. Um, so there, there was a, the RFA, RFAs. There's the Jets stuff. Um, there's there were key moves in the league. You know, uh, guys cha uh, changing teams, whether that be by trade or free agency. There was a lot of that going on this summer. Some arbitration too. That yeah, we, that's right. Andrew Cop. Yeah. Um, um, sorry to no, derail you there. Uh, and I. Th there was probably another another case of arbitration that I can't think of, but we'll get into that, and then uh, maybe we'll just talk about uh, upcoming you know, summer reports on what we were up to and and what's coming up for season two. So the preseason spectacular, boom! It's boom, now. we're here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's good to be back. Yeah. Um, as far as your summer, Tommy, how, how did it go? 
uh, like I guess thinking back to the end of yeah uh, season one, right? I guess we maybe would have finished it just shortly after the Jets were eliminated, or how long? No, no, we we, we went all the way through the playoffs. Did we? There, oh, okay, then, like, Jeez, right that's to, my yeah. terrible memory. <laughs> like the Blues won the cup, and I'm oh pretty... yeah, we went right out, like up until the draft almost, right? Did yeah, we? Bef- before free before, agent, after the cup, before the draft. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, then yeah, there's lots that went on. Obviously, yeah, that would so... have been like uh, July first, almost, right? Yeah, no, it was still June, something or other, but uh, it's been a great summer, Um, and today was very summer-like outside. Today uh, being September, what, uh, 15th? Yeah. so It was like pushing 30 today. Yeah, beautiful day. Um, So, yeah, it was a great summer. It's like, what did I do? And I'm like, oh, man, what did I do? I don't know. We went camping. You know, we did this and that. Like, I don't even know what the hell I did, but... Um, it was good. Uh, I worked a bunch and then we just, you know, we enjoyed our time where we could did some stuff around the house, you know, like I didn't go anywhere really. Did I, I don't think so. Uh, Regina maybe my wife did. Yeah. I was down the road to Saskatchewan and stuff, but, um, nothing, nothing crazy, but it was, it was a really good summer, you know, like, and I, I, I loved it and, uh, I don't know, like. It was it was nice. Um, I'm trying to think of something. Oh, like the Stinkbirds. I played a little bit of summer hockey, so that was fun. Uh, played on our spring team, the Stinkbirds. So that ended, that ended before Canada Day. I'm pretty sure. So it was over by the end of June. So you had a good two two months without yeah. hockey, basically skate without yeah, skating. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Although I did take a skate with our crosstown arch rivals, the Lumbercats. Oh yeah. Went for a rip with the boys? Um, yeah. What, Sheldon, uh, the captain of the Cats, uh, invited me out for a skate. And nice. I, you know, it was middle of July. And I said, sure, why not? And uh, it was fun, but it felt weird to felt weird to skate with them. <laughs> Fair enough. Know. Well, yeah. How, how was your summer? What did you get up well, to? Well, I, I was were, all over the place. Yeah, you traveled. I traveled. I had to go to, I was in Vegas. I was in Klamath Falls in Medford, Oregon. Klamath Falls. In which state is that? Oregon. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, basically, like, I don't know, an hour north of California, like southern right. Oregon, okay. south, south central Oregon. Yeah. Uh, red, what's the tree there? The red? Redwood Forest. Redwood Forest. Pretty, pretty yeah. close to, yeah, like Redding, California. Okay. Um, where else did I go? I went to PEI, did mm-hmm. a shoot at the Confederation Bridge. Yeah, you were in uh, Brad Richards' hometown. I think Summerside. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Gerard Gallant. Oh yeah, yeah, Gerard. Yeah. I like that guy. I was also in Charlottetown for an evening. Yeah. Um, we're out Borden as well. Mm-hmm. That's where the the, the bridge, bridge basically kind of lands. Yeah. yeah. Great, great dudes that uh, actually work on that bridge. These mm-hmm. guys keep that thing running day to day. Uh, just solid, solid guys. I yeah. bet you they love hockey too. Yeah. But um, and then from there I went to. Lake Charles, Louisiana, hmm. Homa, Louisiana. I got to fly to Houston and then drive there. So I got to knock See off a little two, bit of the two south. states. I have my little goal of trying yeah. to get to every U.S. state. Would, so. would you call that uh, bayou country? Very, very yeah. much. Yeah. yeah. So we got to ride in a helicopter from uh, one, well, me, one side of the state to the other. That's cool. <coughs> Helicopters I mean, fight, are pretty Fighting a cold here. Fighting a yeah. cold here. Um, <laughs> And then I went to um, Montreal. We did a shoot on the St. Lawrence Seaway. Nice. And uh, I guess all in all, I was probably on the road for 
five weeks maybe yeah, yeah. nice racked up those uh saw some things arrow and... aeroplane miles <laughs> yeah. um actually i got another trip coming up here soon um it's on the dl it's for mm. another project that's okay. coming up but uh <laughs> i'm gonna do some cool things nice but uh yeah otherwise uh drank a lot of beer had a good time with the boys yeah. i'm sure we hung out at what a half, half yeah, a yeah. dozen times we had a couple of skates a couple of weeks ago pre-season yeah. skates yeah, with crest of steel crest of steel training camp <laughs> opened a, a few weeks ago and and to, for the listener this episode right now is being recorded post game like we just just got, got off the ice back, like two hours ago yeah. like an hour and a half maybe so um we suffered a uh a loss tonight uh not the way you want the you know the game to go but uh hey you can't win them all that's the way she goes that's the way uh, she goes that's the way she goes so but um no all in all pretty good summers all around i'd say um you know where you were more <coughs> out there seeing the world i was holding it down in winnipeg you held her down yeah <laughs> i came back i was like oh everything looks fine yeah now. yeah Tommy, no, was, tommy's got her i was making sure yeah. that uh things were in order you yeah, know for sure um, they were yeah it, it's funny because it's like maybe it doesn't sound so exciting when i say it out loud and i'm like i don't know i didn't really do much this summer but, but sometimes summer is good for that God, sometimes it's it, like because oh. sometimes summer just goes so fast yeah. and then you're like oh what did i, I do got, but like you got to take advantage of yeah the times the where late you, nights yeah, like you, the sun's out till yeah. 10 30 11 whatever and and yeah. just take advantage of like not doing much yeah because sometimes that's nice too for sure like uh, in a way like it felt like i'm Sure, I got to go see a bunch of cool places and meet some cool people, but it's like Winnipeg in the summertime is pretty rad that yeah. like, you know, you walk down to the forks and have a couple cold ones or, yeah. you know, just hang well, out outside or... We were we were walking the dog by the river a couple of weeks ago, maybe two weeks ago, and it was just such a nice night. And, and my wife was like, just remember this for when it gets to winter and it's minus 40. Remember how wicked it is in the summer here. Yeah. And I was like, but that being said, <laughs> ODRs. Yeah. I, yeah. That, I like now that summer is over. I embrace winter. Yeah. I, I want the ODR like tomorrow. Yeah. Like I need to go for a rip tomorrow. <laughs> That's what I want. And yeah. I also want to make my rink again at the lake. So yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll do an episode out there sometime. Yeah, so maybe stay tuned. There might be an epi at the cabin. Um, that could be fun. That would be really fun. Um, what should we get into right now? Let's talk about these RFAs. It was the summer of the offer sheet, allegedly. There was one that didn't work. Well, or did it work? I don't well, know. Carolina, you know, signed Aho. You have to like kind of so. give it to GM... Mark Bergevin. Um, the offer sheet that he drew up was very calculated in the amount of money that they would have to pay Sebastian Aho up front. Yeah. Because Carolina... It was all about, is Carolina... Early gonna, money. Yeah. And, and they're, they're a team that... Notoriously cheap. And they don't have a lot of money. Like, they kind of need revenue from the season right. to pay for... Like, yeah, to, to yeah. be able to cover that. So, like, it wasn't just, like here's a offer sheet of five years at 8 million. The way that it was structured was like, there's a bunch of 21 million right away. There's a bunch of upfront money that, uh, he was trying to hem them into a, into a, like being able to not do very much. I thought it was a good move by Bergevin. Um, I liked it. Like it, it showed, it was like, it it was, it was gutsy. Well, he was trying to stir the pot. He was trying to get something going. 
Totally. Didn't work out for them, but at the same time, they were, it didn't hurt them. They, they ended, you know what I mean? They put the offer sheet in. Aho signed it. Carolina matched. Montreal's no further back than they were before nope. they tried that. And it, it was a calculated move because, yeah, it was like, here, you know, they, Montreal can pay a guy a pile of money up front because they're the Montreal Canadiens, yeah. you know what I mean? Maybe Don Waddell isn't a huge fan of Mark Bergevin right now. Yeah, but, but who other cares than that, about Don Waddell? He looks like the landlord from Three's Company. Do you ever notice that? Who's that? Mr. <laughs> Mr. Furley. Oh, Mr. Furley. Oh. <laughs> Maybe, I guess. Anyway, yeah. I don't know, whatever. We'll do a side-by-side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but... Yeah, I thought that was interesting, but it also interesting was that all the like mainstream media was like, offer sheets are coming, you know, and that's well, they're still saying that, and they might be still coming, um, they might because there's still like a bunch of guys out there, and like it's like everyone was waiting for everyone, Mm. and now we kind of had a couple. I guess we've had uh, Zach Wierenski, we have we've had Provorov, we've had Marner, uh, you know, we've had a few more here that. You know, it, it seems to be like things are starting to like settle they're in. They're starting, but yet they're still ranting in. Point, Line A, Connor. Kachuk. Kachuk. And probably some others. But those are huge players. Exactly. And especially when like you those think... Are, those are the names you put on the marquee. Yeah. When you think about uh, Winnipeg, for instance, like that's that's a good chunk of your top six. Yeah. Um, well, and they were saying, I think Line A and uh, Connor last year combined for 64 goals. And you take that out of the lineup and it's it's a little scary, yeah. you know? <laughs> um, I got a question for you. Uh-huh. So last year, Columbus went for it. Yeah, they, they did. They, got, they kept Panarin, Bobrovsky. They got Duchesne and they yeah. had... Uh, they added a few others. Um, What's his name? Dezingle. Dezingle, yeah. Uh, so basically, they lost all those guys. Mm, um, where'd Dezingle end up? He, Carolina, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, and then Carolina, they were like the bell of the ball. They knock off the number one seed, Tampa Bay Lightning. They had a good thing going. They had a good run. But uh, now what do they have to show for it? And they, yeah, so they lost their number one goalie and they yeah. lost basically their number one player, uh, Panarin. Yeah. So what, do you, what are your thoughts on like taking such a huge risk like that and it almost paying off? Like they, they went for a deep run, but, they, but so, basically yeah. now they, it's like no, now I think they don't have much. That was a team at the time that had not won a playoff round or they had only won one playoff round. You know what Something I mean? Something like that, yeah. Something like that, right? So it was kind of like they needed, they needed some postseason excitement in Columbus. As but a, is it worth it now that record. they can't follow that up, or maybe they can? But I'm well, just saying, like they lost, they lost like four key players. They did, they did. Here's here's the devil's advocate to that is that, you know, they've got Seth Jones, they've got Wierenski, they've got Anderson, they've got... Cam Atkinson. Or Atkinson, I should say. Boone Jenner. Jenner. Um, Nick Foligno. Dubois. Oh, Pierre-Luc uh, Dubois. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fully. You know, like, it's a fine team. <clears throat> now, goalie-wise, they're going to go to, I guess it's Corpusallo. Yep. I really don't know what to tell you about that guy. Maybe he's good, maybe he's not. Um... So they lost some key players because, yeah, Duchesne came over and now he's in Nashville. And, uh, you know, like... Bobrovsky went to Florida. Bobrovsky Panarin went to the Rangers. Panarin went to the Rangers. Mm -hmm. And 
you know, I don't think it's as gloomy as maybe it first looks. That said, the East is tight AF. You know what I mean? Like, it's uh, to throw it down for the youth out there with the lingo. <laughs> they totally know what you're saying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, like, but like, you got to think now Florida's going to be pushing. Montreal only missed by two points. Like, is Carolina and Columbus, if Florida and Montreal go in, are Carolina and Columbus the teams that come out? Like, it's hard to say. How about you the know. Rangers? They, add, well, they added the Rangers Panarin. Look, they yeah. got Truba. They yeah. got uh, uh, Kako. Yeah, Capi Kako Cap, or whatever yeah. his name is. Yeah, there's a lot of... I, I I would not be surprised if in the East there was, you know, a couple teams that made the playoffs last year or not in and a few that didn't do get in. Well, let's just look at the Atlantic for, for like a second here, like... Yeah. Is Tampa Bay going to run away with things again? Probably. And then you got Boston. Yeah. Boston's pretty much the same team as last year. Yeah. And then you have Toronto. And, and Toronto's like... Pretty much the same team, but they added Tyson Berry. Yeah. They lost Gardner, but they... Toronto kind of did some... They also lost Kadri. They lost a few guys, though, but I don't know if they're super important guys. But, like, Kadri would be the most important yeah. they lost, I guess. But they replaced him with a defenseman, which... They need Tyson Berry just yeah. as good, yeah. maybe better. Yeah. yeah, I think they're both defensively not great, but um, I don't know offensively much. they're good. Yeah, yeah. Gardner and Berry, it's kind of like are they? But okay, know. let's talk Jets. Okay, okay. So basically, we have now lost Truba, Myers, Sharat, Tanev. Help me out here, Bufflin. Bufflin for I mean, for now. What do we know? Yeah, and we don't have Line A and we don't have Connor. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty big chunk out of the team. Yeah. Well, so what are your thoughts looking forward to the Winnipeg Jets 2019-2020? Well, <clears throat> trying to maintain a positive attitude about it, but they are definitely counting on growth from within. And a couple of years ago, they did that and they missed the playoffs, but they were exciting. And then the following year, they were good. So is this a year where they suck, but they get a lot of experience and growth, if you will? You know what I mean? Experience, whatever. Like, I still think it's a playoff team. The The core of the team is good, and they're there. But, geez, would it ever help to have Line and Connor around and Bufflin? We don't know what's up with Buff. Um, you know, there's wild speculation going on, and... I don't know if we want to comment on that or not. Maybe we will, but for now, let's just say like he's not there. So what are you going to do? Like defensively, I just I don't understand necessarily Shovel Dayoff's thought process on what he's. Well, no, I do understand it. He just wants he wants his his Nikus, Poolmans, maybe Stanley, uh, maybe yeah, Noje. Uh, some of these guys who have been percolating in the minors, he wants them to step in and take a role with the Jets at a price that doesn't kill them because, you know, they've got all these contracts. So, you know, they're not name, they're not household names just right yet, but like, and so maybe that's why where the doubt comes from. It doesn't mean that they can't play. Like, I'm sure that they all can, you know. Nelson Noje was, uh, he's highly touted. 
and he's only 23 years old, something like that, defensemen, they often don't kind of come around with the rare exception till they're about that age or whatever. So maybe he's able to come in and step now. You know, he's played a couple years for the Moose. You know, he's got the pro game. You know, mm-hmm. he's, you know he'll know. I think, I think he sees some minutes, but I think it'll be a by committee thing. You know, isn't that better? In a way, like, but like, like to I, get more people but, involved, and it's not you're not kind of for sure. But I don't depending think, on. I don't think Niku or Poolman or Noje are going to play all eighty two. You know what I mean? Like, I think it'll be like they'll they'll have like a right. halftime spot between them or something. Yeah, you know. So we'll see. Well, but, we also got uh, Pionk too, Neil Pionk. Yeah, we haven't talked about him yet. He's. Basically came over in the Truba trade. Yeah. And then from Truba, we also got that the first, uh, round, first round pick, the uh, Vili Hainola. Yeah. Which apparently he's been looking good in preseason so far mm-hmm. uh, in camp. Apparently he got rocked by Adam Lowry and they nice. basically just said, welcome to the big leagues, kid. <laughs> but sometimes maybe, maybe you just need to kind of get your, uh, For sure. get woken up and you're Practice gonna... hard, play hard. Yeah. Lowry is a guy I love. I don't even, yeah, I am. I like that guy a lot. Well, I think you nailed it with the growth from within thing. And for me, that's what it, I feel that the Jets are going to have a good season. Yeah. Because of, it's a little bit scary, but that's going to be. It's it's kind of like, it's it's not a statistic that you can kind of be like, and understand what, what the outcome might be. Yeah. But I think last year is going to leave such a sour taste in everyone's mouth that they're going to be like, yeah. never again. Um, let's make sure that we play the proper way. Yeah. Cause like you need to, maybe you need to lose to win. Right. They kind of got away from things at times last year that they did that previously that made them successful and they, you know, and if, if they can keep it together that way and, and maybe some of that's coaching. So Keep an eye on old Paul Maurice and see. Okay, here we go. Here's a quick, 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 quick quiz. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, cue up the theme music, and there it is. Um, does Paul Maurice last the season? Yeah. Well, okay. So if the Jets are underperforming at Christmas slash New Year's, you know, then I think he's gone. But if are you talking like under five hundred or are you talking yeah. like well below? Like if they're yeah, if they're under five hundred, yeah, because they're flirting is, with the bottom. Yeah, like this is a team that from start to finish should be in the top eight of the West. If they're not by Christmas, I don't know what the holdup is. To be honest with you, but then if you're in that situation, here's a little curveball. Yeah, uh, wouldn't Summer. you be like? Uh, yeah. Wouldn't you be like? Well, if we're this close to the bottom, should we try and get that lottery pick this year? I don't like tanking. <laughs> <laughs> and the year the Jets got line A, they didn't tank, remember? Mm-hmm. they That was hockey karma, the hockey was, gods looking out for them. Because yeah. they finished the year like 9-0 and or whatever it they, was. They, they went on a tear. Yeah. yeah. And then that just went into next season. And everybody on the local radio stations and things were like, oh, the Jets got a tank. What are they doing? Winning games. It's yeah. terrible. <laughs> and it's like... It's like, you know, you don't want to instill losing in your team. Like, okay, you, so Paul Maurice. Every time you step on the ice. Paul Maurice doesn't make the season, doesn't make it through the whole season if the Jets are tanking by Christmas time. 
I mean, that's a that's a wild card prediction. Yeah, but that's what no, I no, would I, say. I, I, I want to I want to hear it. Yeah, uh, personally, I think no matter how bad the season goes or how good, whichever way, okay. I think they still give the whole season to Paul Maurice. I and, think that's just how it is. And I can I can agree with that for sure because I think it, as the Jets being the market that it is, the team that they are, I just sort of I don't you know I know that um, Noel got fired mid season. I don't think that's the preference. Yeah. You know? How about Chevy? Does Chevy make it through the whole season if it's even if it's a com- complete disaster? Not that I want to, like, talk about this. But yeah. No, I would say, yes, he does. I would agree. But he'll start to feel the heat because, like, while he's made some good signings, he's also made some questionable signings. Well, you know, and then there's the non-signing as we sit here right now, the non-signings. So, you know, he's kind of, I'm fine with what he's done to put this team together. But at the same time, you look at the roster at this moment and you say, (laughs) it's missing some names. Yeah. It's missing some some great out names there. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So who are you most excited for this year on the Winnipeg Jets? Yeah. Um, like new or old. Because like it could be someone like Nikolai Ehlers that's mm-hmm. probably coming back with something to prove. Mm-hmm. Or someone brand new. Yeah. Who, who are you looking forward to, to well, seeing Well, I'm play? interested to see who takes Tanev's spot in a way. You know, like the, that's, a, that's a roster spot that... So the Jets had last year, they had... Um, I was going to call him Claude Lemieux, but Brendan Lemieux. And they traded him to the Rangers uh, as part of the Kevin Hayes deal. And then let's never talk about that. Yeah. Oh, but you know, Hey is whatever he was fine, but I didn't love that trade. Cause, cause now that Tanev's gone and they traded away Lemieux, it's kind of like, well, who do you have for that role now of the guy who just mucks mixing it up? Yeah. Um, the guy can, you know, sometimes you bang the puck in, but mostly you're out there 110 mixing it up. Yeah. And finishing and, checks. And so the Jets, I, I look at the roster right now and I'm like, who's who's that guy? And I don't see him. Tanev's gone now to Pittsburgh, skating with Gino Malkin, apparently. And uh, and then, yeah, Lemieux's in New York now with Truba and the rest of those fellers. And, you know, uh, J.C. Lapon is one guy f- who's played for the Moose for a couple years now. From Regina. Yeah, and he can mix it up, and he's uh, he's got a mean streak. I I don't know much else about him. I've seen the Moose play a couple times, so like, but I, I don't know what to tell you about him. And he has had a couple games with the Jets here and there. Mm-hmm. They're talking Mason Appleton stepping up into the uh, a full-time role, and I liked what I saw from him last year. Well, Mason Appleton was the AHL Rookie of the Year yeah. two seasons ago. I, I just don't know that he is the kind of crash and bang guy. Well, he's got speed, and he, but he, the thing is he's got skill. Mm. He would have more skill than Tanev and yeah. Lemieux together, yeah. basically. And, like, there's nothing wrong with that, obviously. You want skill. But, like, I just – in you need a guy on a team they who's need that just, like, puts his no, you know head down and just, like – no regard for his own personal well-being and just goes hard to the corners, to the front of the net, wherever. Blocking shots. Yeah. He's the guy that gets the guys going because he's 
putting it all out there and yeah. then and then everyone else does the same yeah yeah so okay they, so they're missing that piece mm-hmm. but like who are you really fired up to see like there's gotta like there's gotta be like whether it's shifley yeah or like to be honest it, it's shifley like i think that he so last year he had his best season statistically i think 38 40 goals right 38 or? 38 goals 38 so just shy of 40 um and i i think that he can I want to see if he can hit 40. Me and my brother were talking the other day. John said he's going to get 50. And Whoa, I, I, said, I said, I don't know about that. Let's, let's try for 40 first. But like, I want to see Shifley get well above a point a game. He was about 84 points, 82 games last year, something like that. I'd like to see him go 90, 95 points. You know what I mean? Get to Maybe sneak level. up to a hundo or yeah. whatever. But yeah. And, and I really think Shifley can do it. He's a wicked player. What is he, 26, 27? Heck of a shot. I have no idea, to Somewhere be honest Somewhere in there, with yeah. And, His uh, shot's amazing. Wicked and the, shot. And the way that he can put that far side, yeah. like from the slot. Yeah, it's great like, passer too. He and can just keep his head down and he can nail that spot. I think it's a big year for Mark Shifley, and uh, so I'm excited to watch him. And How and, about Josh Morrissey with his new contract? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like that guy's going to be basically the man on the blue line right now, like as it stands right now. Like I'm a huge he, Dustin Bufflin fan. <laughs> I know I'm a huge Dustin Bufflin fan. So it very saddens me to hear, like, so he's he's taken a leave of absence from the team. What does that mean? Who knows? Yeah, um, it could be anything. And so that's that's got the city in a fervor. It's got everybody talking. What's wrong with Buff? Or what's up with Buff? Or whatever. And maybe it's nothing. You know. Maybe it's, but maybe it's something. Yeah. And, and I don't want to judge. I don't want to really, you know, but I, here's what I will say. I love Dustin Bufflin as a hockey player. Um, all reports are he's a pretty solid dude. And, uh, so like, you know, thumbs up to that guy, hope for the best. And if, and when he makes it back to the ice, like I love watching him play cause there's nobody like him. So I just like he would before he got hurt last year, he was having a heck of a year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then he ended up with, you know, 30 some odd points in 40 games. He was like, if he could have played a full 82, that's Norris talk. Right. And he's a he's a unique player. So, like, I'm really fingers crossed, hoping he's back. And he's a guy that I'm, I, I would be excited to watch, see what he can do. Because, like, it's kind of like he's at he's at a he's 34 ish or whatever at an age now where it's like you know maybe you you don't have the speed and stuff that you did as a few years younger but like it's a thinking man's position the defense role right Mm -hmm. so like he can see the game he can play it in a certain way and i don't know i think it's uh i I would like to i really hope he comes back okay (laughs) just really hope he comes back but like how about as far as, uh, like, what would you like to see the Jets do with, like, their line combinations? Mm. And maybe, uh, you know, to kind of get it started, do you think the Jets should split up Shifley and Wheeler? You know, I think, honestly, they should maybe keep them together because a lot of, you look around the league, there's a lot of dynamic duos. Um, Colorado with uh, McKinnon and Rantanen slash Landeskog. Excuse me. That uh, Amity Island. Amity Island got me a little gassy. Um, 
You know what? Time for another. Yes. Amity uh, Island by Sucrums Brewery. Delicious. Um, no, but the Jets, I think they do. I don't think that they want to break up Wheeler and Shifley. That's that's a proven combination. Um, you know, if if Connor, who's typically the other winger on that line, isn't signed in the near future, then I'm gonna say find somebody else, like whoever the next man up. You know, who's that gonna be? Ehlers, maybe Schwe- the Schwieler line wasn't that a thing? Shifley, Wheeler's Ehlers, yeah, Schwieler's, yeah, the Schwieler's line, yeah. So, um, <laughs> load it up, get the points. The other guys just gotta play shutdown. <laughs> I think for me, honestly, I am fired up for a few guys. Mm-hmm. Number one, Mason Appleton. Okay, I think you're that a Mason kid, guy. I think that kid is gonna bring it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like six two, almost two hundred pounds. Yeah. So he's basically Mark Shifley's size. Yeah, he was and AHL Rookie of the Year. He's a couple years behind Shifley, but I think he's got like I don't. I wouldn't say that maybe he's as talented as, but I think he's of the mold. Okay, of that like of that kind of player. Nice, like very smooth, yep. skilled, fast. Is he a winger or a center? I think. Well, I think eventually he could be a centerman, but I think you would want to shelter him on the wing. Like, is he maybe that second line center the Jets I, I, I need or are looking for? I, maybe eventually, but I wouldn't say this year. No. Um, you know, I'm also, also Roslovic. Exactly. Stat. Yeah, but I I'm also excited for Sammy Niku. I think Niku yeah. is going to have a season. Okay. That's kind of what I'm... All right. Yeah. Because he's got wheels. Yeah. He's that, that kind of player that, that the league has now kind of, uh, you know, yeah. evolved towards. Like the, 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 you know, like the Tory Krugs, you know, like yeah. the fast, small defenseman that like you don't need to punish guys. You just need to move the puck fast. Sure. You need to be on pucks fast. Sure. So like just think about uh, Josh Morrissey as well. Not a yeah, huge he's guy, not a big guy, but he like great, great defenseman. Morrissey is pretty strong though, and the what I've seen of Niku in the NHL so far is that he needed to get stronger. Yeah, but I'm I'm just saying from like the offensive point of view, For like sure. I'm thinking that For Sammy sure. Niku is gonna be like that. He can move the puck. He's gonna he's fast. He can wheel. Yeah. He can pass. <laughs> then it's also as far as play maybe. I think Andrew Kopp. Is gonna bring yeah, it. Like coppers, I, I, uh, I think Adam Lowry. Like I, I think again. Like kind of how we said earlier in the episode, the fact that last year stung, and yeah. those guys aren't gonna want that feeling again. So they're gonna do extra to make sure that that doesn't happen again. Yeah. And that's where the growth from within really can build because it's like you're building that growth from experience. Yeah. You're not building growth just off of like playing. Yeah. Um. Well, and sometimes adding a big name or whatever, it doesn't always have the desired effect. So taking away a couple big names, maybe it's not that big a deal. And if you think about like when someone is given more responsibility, yeah, there's more often than not when they accept that responsibility for it or whatever. Yeah. Whereas like if you're like a say like a more known, more seasoned, more experienced player. And you have just been given that spot. Yeah. Then is that as good as someone that is like needs to fight for it? Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. then, then you're basically uh, you have someone like really working towards that spot yeah. instead of someone that was just given that spot. And I think that that's how you build a, like a team that works hard together. Mm. And yeah. And you know, I guess 
Jack Roslovic, I love the guy. He like I, again, I feel like he could be a great hockey player, but we'll just see. I don't like which guy is going to show up. The guy that right. scores three goals or the guy that disappears for half a season. Yeah. So yeah. for you guys like that, like I don't know. I just I just feel feel really good about uh, Appleton and Niku because uh, two years ago they were sent down to the Moose. Appleton won Rookie of the Year. Niku won Defenseman of the Year. Yeah. They basically went down there and they worked. They worked. And played. Yeah. And and then last year they both got a taste of the NHL for extended periods of time. That's right. Yeah. So they can use that in their little tool bag to say. Hey, I kind of, you know, sure, I've only got 30 games under my belt or whatever, but they, you know, it's something. Yeah. And something. For, for a hockey fan, right, like for, from from the perspective of a hockey fan, when you're watching July 1st free agent frenzy and you see every other team make moves yeah. except for the Jets and you're like, oh, like what? Wow, yeah. Why aren't they getting somebody? And then you think about it t to now. It's like, well, if they would have got... Joel or Joe Pavelski, they'd be like so so stuck with their cap right now. Yeah, that like oh, it just be... makes you know like at the mo at the moment it's like oh you should just do something. Mm. But then it's like when you think of like the long game, it's kind of like let's be patient for sure, and you know like let's figure this thing out from within because we know what we have from within. Yeah, and not only like as we've seen, you know I guess it's a little it was a little different with Stasny because he came in and he really made a difference. But then you tried to fix the, that second line center problem from from the outside, and you brought in Kevin Hayes, and didn't really work. The ghost of Kevin Hayes, yeah, cost you a first round pick, which you got back. But then <clears throat> that cost you Truba, blah blah yeah, blah. Yeah, and it just, yeah, it just, I don't Lemieux, know, you, etc. So I, I, you know, as 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 difficult or yeah. uh, frustrating as the whole build within thing is. It's I, kind it, of the way it has to. It be has done. to work. Like, and yeah. then, like, just think of like all these guys now. But then they, that are going to cash in. Well, exactly because now, so <coughs> that's the way to do it. Yeah, you got to draft and build from within, and so on. But then you do that with your own guys, and then they become these RFAs who are now holding out across the league, and it's ridiculous. So I think it's all to do with the CBA. And I am certainly not going to get into that because I could give a good goddamn about all that. But it's important. But I just I don't have a an understanding to to a degree where I can really talk about it. Well, one of the best things I think that happened to to the Winnipeg Jets was Josh Morrissey signing a eight year deal yeah. one year one year early. Yeah. He still had one more year on for his sure. on his RFA deal, and then he's now just. Yeah, he's just re-upped for eight straight years, and, I think and you, that's basically that's somebody that wants to be here. He yeah. wants to be part of this team, and he wants to be the part of the team that wins. Yeah, he wants to be a vital piece. Um, I, I, I think I think to to that, I think that would then influence the franchise, the fans, other players. It's like this guy wants to be here. He's coming here every single day. He's working hard. Yeah. And if you think about moving forward, we got Shifley, we got Ehlers, we got Morrissey, we got Hellebuck. Yep. Uh, we we do have Wheeler, but Wheeler's older. But, but like if he's like thirty two or whatever. With those four guys, those guys are all like what twenty six, twenty seven, and younger. And and they're yeah, locked younger. up for quite a few years. Morrissey's twenty. <laughs> Morrissey's twenty three or four. But they're all locked up for like yeah. a good six years. Still. Yeah. So no, like for when sure. that's your core, 
I feel yeah, pretty good. Morrissey with that. will be 33 when he gets to free agency <clears throat> at the end of this contract. And they're all and then, signed for like six million and change. Well, that's the thing. Instead it's like, of it's like a, 10 a, million or 10.5. It's a team friendly contract. Yeah. Um, so you got like that. And, and I just, I think that the makeup of the team in general is pretty decent. It's, it's just kind of missing those marquee names, you know, and that's the fans love that. The media loves to talk about that. But I think that a lot of people, uh, you know, based in the internet or wherever, or the media for that matter, are kind of looking at only those big names and forgetting that it's a team game. And they're saying, oh, the Jets' window's shut. They're done, whatever. They're going to miss the playoffs. They let all those defensemen walk. They got this and that, whatever. The reality is there's some, it's next man up. And I, you know, I'm not counting the Jets out. Here's the thing, though. The central div beefed up this offseason. On paper. On paper. It doesn't necessarily scare me the way that it that that the articles I read should are, are leading me to believe that yeah. it should. So like Dallas, they added Pavelski. And Corey Perry. And Corey Perry. I mean Corey Perry He's kind of been a no show for two seasons. I don't know. Whatever. I've I've never really liked that guy unless he's wearing a Team Canada jersey. Much, and even yeah. then, I was only like, well, it's only because your jersey. <laughs> oh, we got some uh, extraneous audio coming nice, in here. Nice, Okay, <laughs> muted. Okay, we're back here. But, that was uh, the that was the Jets call from yeah. uh, Dave Elliott. Oh, yeah. oh the, well, that it's looking to give us the segment, uh, the next segment up there, the hockey hair. I think it was. Yeah, Vinny Chalk here. We'll use that. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, keep going. But um, Corey Perry. Uh, so yeah, you know, so all the like, all the other additions to the like, central oh, division. Dallas is a lot better. I'm like, well, I mean, they got Pavelski. I don't know. Whatever. It's yeah. still Dallas. Ben Bishop. I'm not sold. Whatever. I, he's it's on Dallas, his way out, right? Yeah. Um, Nashville. Out Nashville of got Duchesne, but you know, they lost Subban. I don't know if that's necessarily. I don't know. I mean, Nashville will be Nashville. I think they'll be a good team. I'm not super scared of them. Um, but even Duchesne, and not to knock the guy, but like, what has he done? Exactly. He can score in the regular season, but it just, he's kind of like a bit of a no show. Yeah. The one team in the sense that's uh, got me taking note is Colorado. Well, what about the former Stanley Cup champions? The Chicago Blackhawks? No, the St. Louis Blues. Oh, the St. Louis Blues. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I, I feel like they're a team they did not change at all. Maroon is now not on that team. And Tampa other, Bay, I think he went yeah. to. And then Are other, they going to have a Stanley Cup hangover? Yeah. 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 They'll make the playoffs maybe as like the seventh or eighth seed. Yeah. But I don't know, man. Like, I just... I. I think I think uh, uh, Barube like they're well coached, but you know it's just it's the Blues and they'll be okay and they'll be they'll you know, but yeah. I don't think they'll be where they were last year. Well, before the season starts, we'll get all of our divisional mm. predictions in and conference predictions in, yeah, and like so maybe, maybe maybe we'll do like a Stanley Cup prediction. Yeah, we'll oh, go that far. Fun. That'd be fun. And we can connect. Why not, right? Yeah, we'll go for it. Um, so season but, two, episode one, because this is season two, episode zero, the preseason spectacular. Boom. We'll, um, 
We'll save it for the for the real yeah. uh, kickoff. Um, one last thing, or maybe we we've got a, a few other Jets things to talk about. Yeah. But the one question I wanted to ask you was uh, the Heritage Classic jerseys that just came out. Oh. What are your thoughts? Deadly. Yeah. Fuck. The, uh, my <laughs> my apologies for the language. Uh, those are sharp. Capital S H R A R P. Sharp. <laughs> They're nice. What do you think? I love them. Yeah. I like I like for me it's like Kyle Connor, my boy. <laughs> Sign long term. Yeah. I'll get your number on the jersey. Yeah. Right now it's like I want one, but it's just like yeah, yeah. I don't know who to get. Yeah. But I want well, I want somebody. I I would love to see so they came out with the White Heritage jersey a couple seasons ago. And I really like those. And now they got these blue ones, which are basically just the blue version of the, the reverse, other yeah. ones. I would just love them see to see them go to those two jerseys, cut all the other oh, ones yeah. out, <laughs> like be like these are our jerseys. Yeah, I would love that. Uh, but they're sharp. How about how about the one get, from last year? I would year? get seventeen Lowry. Oh yeah, why not? Right? Yeah. Um, and then if they ever do add an A to his jersey, you could just get that ironed yeah, on. Yeah. Iron it on. <laughs> uh, how about those Jets ones from last year, like the. The script logo one. You know, uh, I think I mostly just pretended to like them. I didn't love them. I could do without them. I I, I thought they were cool because they were like classic looking. They were different. But now that you see these heritage ones, it's just like, yes. Get rid of those. Those ones. I want want that. Exactly, right? Um, So like there'll be people at the rink who bought those baby blues and they'll just be, they'll be cursing their decision. (laughs) In, in like eight years, there'll be like a TSN.ca bar down article and it'd be like worst jerseys ever made. And it'll be like number eight on there. (laughs) But for now it's not bad. Yeah. Uh, Like you can't go wrong with like the classic look and the the solid stripes and that kind of thing. But uh, I'm not sure what their plan is, if they're going to wear those again this year or not, but. For sure, they're going to be wearing those new heritage jerseys in the city of Regina. That's right. Regina, Saskatchewan, hosting the Heritage Classic between Calgary and Winnipeg in late October. Yeah. I have not got tickets, but I'm certainly thinking I should get some and go. Um, I think it'd be fun. Yeah, it'd be a good time. Yeah. I went to the game here. Yeah. It was good. I loved it. And I think Strambellas were playing. Okay. Uh, it so was there's good, like lots of stuff. It was going a good on. vibe. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's not like the ideal hockey experience. Yeah, you're not gonna you're watch not, the game closely. Yeah, you're probably. not like going there for like high end hockey. You're going there for kind of a bit of the show. Totally. But uh, didn't the Jets get shut out? It was like in three the other one or something. Yeah. yeah, against Edmonton. Yeah. But teams. one of the best things that I actually read on Twitter like a day or two ago is someone posted. Um, he was like. Very smart move for Connor and Line to not sign until after the Heritage Classic so they don't have to go to Regina. (laughs) No offense to Regina, but I just thought that was kind of funny. Because another thing that I saw is, uh, so the Jets logo, the Jets New Jerseys, for, for those of you that haven't seen them, are basically like a dark blue version of the heritage one from before. Yeah. Maybe we could throw it up on the screen. We could throw it on the screen yeah. here. Um, but uh, on the on the shoulder patch, it's okay. like a heritage classic like logo. Crest or whatever. Crest, yeah. yeah. Okay. And there's green on it, I guess maybe. Because Saskatchewan. Because Saskatchewan. And I saw like a comment on Reddit saying, 
that's too much green because <laughs> bomber fans yeah yeah you know, yeah you know, you know the whole deal yeah yeah but anyways i think that's pretty cool I like um it. it gets the it gets the fans fired up especially seeing that old school jets logo for sure people love it love it eventually they're gonna have to do the 90s logo they're gonna have red pants on there they are red pants yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. red pants i think like red and blue and white gloves yeah uh it's a deadly look and the calgary flames released their sort of look for that game and it's that classic like late 80s white calgary jersey probably the one they won the cup in in 89 pretty much so. i think it's got like the shoulder like the red shoulders yeah i think and then i don't recall if they still had that at the time when they won the cup in 89 what but i was anyway. kind of like interested to see is if uh <clears throat> If they would have went with the 80s Jets jersey where it had the white band oh, down the arm, yeah. but not yet. Maybe yeah. eventually. Maybe yeah, Well, that'll be down the road. Yeah. The 90s are very <laughs> in right now. Although that well, Jets this is, one that... It's from the 70s. Yeah, this is the like WHA. Yeah, way back. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, there's lots of time for alternate jerseys oh, every lot, year. Lots of money basically. to make, based pretty much. I think, I think teams are doing that now. Every year they release a third jersey. So, Carolina has a third jersey this year that says in in block letters like kind of like the rangers yeah. it says canes wow yeah and i don't like it i saw the picture i was like hmm i don't hate it i just i'm like eh um also st louis just showed a picture oh they went to their old one like from like the when, 90s when gretzky played for st louis for like 12 games yeah they're coming back with those Stonewall Blues, the team that I played for growing up. We had jerseys like those. Oh ones. yeah, yeah, I'm they sorry. were awesome. Yeah, <laughs> no, those were awesome. I love them. Yeah, I just I don't I don't love them. I'm not a I don't know. I don't hate them. I just don't love them. Yeah, it's it was a '90s yeah. thing. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, very '90s and '90s wise isn't. Um, was it Arizona's coming back with the Desert Dog they one? Are. And they had uh, Phil Kessel. Yeah. Rock that uh, jersey for uh, when they did his little yeah. So Kessel media thing there. Trade him places with Galchenyuk. Kessel's out to the desert. I think that's a great move dogs. for Kessel. Like yeah. Kessel, uh, he's gonna thrive out there. Yeah. He's gonna be the man. He's got no one to. But like he doesn't. <clears throat> I think that's why he did well in Pittsburgh was because he wasn't the man. But now like it's Arizona. No one cares about hockey. Yeah. He can just do his yeah, own thing. Yeah, it's not Toronto because in Toronto. He was the man. Yeah. But it's Toronto. Yeah. And so he was not like into that. But he's also got like Clayton Keller down there. Like uh, the Coyotes have a pretty good team. And actually, I think, is it. Who's their goalie? Uh, it's, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ranta. Anti Ranta. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, but Arizona is going to be moving to the Central Division once Seattle joins the league. That's right. So Hopefully we'll see that's some, some easy feasting. For, we'll see some Phil Kessel here in Winnipeg. Oh, that'd be nice. One one time I went to a Jets game and they were playing on my birthday and they were playing Arizona or maybe that at that time they were still Phoenix. And uh, I don't know if you remember this, but that, that that was the game Dustin Bufflin scored a goal from center ice or something oh, like yeah. that. Yeah. He like faked out the goalie that he was going to yeah. shoot it in the corner. I'm pretty sure I was there. Well, okay, yeah, yeah. and uh, it was like a January, late January game. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he faked out the goalie for Arizona. He made it look like he's going to put it into the corner yeah. and then put it back towards the net. Yeah, yeah. that was wicked. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> It'd be cool to do that once. Yeah. 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 So that's why, uh, you know, I mean, I love Dustin Bufflin. I hope he's, hope he's all right and coming back anytime. Anytime, bud. Anytime. I would think that they're probably going to give him a couple weeks. Yeah. No, no matter what it is. So do you think that like, because it was kind of announced and there was like no details. Do you think that if this goes a week, two weeks, three weeks, like what's the time limit that they're well, going to actually have to come out and say something? I think right now we're sitting at September 15th and the Jets first game of the season is October 3rd. Yep. I, I doubt we're hearing anything until that game. Right. So yeah. if he's not back with the team before that, it's just nothing. And then if it gets to October 3rd and he's still not back, then there's maybe an announcement. I think they'll probably say something like he's on long-term injured reserve right. or something. Like, I I don't think... I think I think there would be some... Maybe not... We're not going to be privy to exactly what yeah. it is, but I think they, they might say Dustin Bufflin is out for the foreseeable they need, future. They'll need to say something. Yeah. Right? Because otherwise it's too much like rumors and speculation. And I know some teams don't necessarily deal in the public Winnipeg being one of those teams. Like you don't know of a move until it's done with Winnipeg. Whereas say Toronto, for example, the whole Marner contract was in the media the whole time. Like Dubas is talking to the media saying what he's thinking. Yeah. You don't get that in Winnipeg. So some teams operate differently than others. And with, with this Buffalo situation, I don't think that you'll hear anything until it's either timed that they have to say something Pretty or much. he's back. Yeah. I think we're not going to hear it until it's resolved. Yeah. 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 What, what's left to talk about here? What is left to talk about? We talked about RFAs. We talked about jet stuff. We talked about some of the key moves in the league. Or did we? Uh, we didn't necessarily talk about Sherratt well, to Montreal. I, yeah, we lost Myers to Myers mm-hmm. went to Vancouver. What were your thoughts on, like, you know, of the guys that aren't on the Jets anymore? Yeah, who are you sorry to see? And I can probably guess your answer, <laughs> Tanev. Yeah, but Sherratt also. Okay. Yeah, I really liked Sherratt from the moment he came in, and he was Buff's left hand partner. Uh, a couple years back and he played half the season due to injury or something and he was he was i really liked him and he's got a mean streak he's a tough defenseman and montreal's lucky to have him i'm 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 excited to see what he can do in montreal i think it's going to be good it's going to be a good fit i'm sorry that he doesn't play for the jets anymore but and how about myers like for, also, you got to think about like what these guys signed for. Exactly. So like, just couldn't afford it. Yeah. Uh, based on their other uh, cap restraints or yeah. whatever. Well, like Myers, I think signed for like six years at yeah. six million or whatever. Yeah. Well, and then then that's the thing is like, hey, hey, no ill will towards any of these guys really, but sad to see him go uh, because Myers, you know. Liked him a lot here. I thought he was really great. Vancouver's going to get a, a great defenseman. I think it's good. I think Vancouver is one of those teams that could and probably will sneak into the playoffs as like the eighth seed or something. Um, they were, I like, I, I like the Canucks. I think that they're looking good, but, and Myers makes that team that much better. You know what I mean? Could the Jets afford him at what he signed for? Hell no. It's not happening, but 
you know, I, it's sad to see him go, but I think he'll do well in Vancouver. But Well, in addition to your uh, Canucks prediction there, they have a key RFA. Oh, yeah, Bezer. And he's not, Bozer, yeah, he's not signed yet. That's another guy. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it's like, what's going on? Like, why aren't they signing? Like, they want they want the cash money. But like, what have they done to earn it? <laughs> I don't know. I think that's the difference. Like, yeah. th- that's the way the league is going. That's right. some of these younger guys. You pay guys, for what they're going to do instead not of what, what they have. What have done. you done? Yeah. But that said, that really handcuffs teams. You know, and then if they don't do what you pay them to do, then you get looked left looking like a chump yeah so i don't know but and brock you, bezer i really like that guy he's he's a wicked player and but what's he worth i don't know well if you think about like six the, mil the kneelander situation from last year yeah like wouldn't you want to avoid that kind of stuff like for your team and your teammates totally. to like be like i don't want that yeah i can make money and be be a part of a good team yeah but i guess some well, of the, the, thing, some like, of the so mentality is let's to say for example let's say for example with line a because i don't know it seems to be that the thought is kind of okay connor will probably sign line a maybe we're looking at something a little more difficult bridge maybe or whatever. yeah yeah do you think if he's not signed by whatever time the jets are just like fine sit over there in finland and have a good time like we don't you know, whatever bud you know, I think a big part of it is like how the Jets are doing. Mm. So if if the Jets are like playing well and they're winning, and say Kyle Connor is here yet Liney isn't, mm. I, like that's that's where the the advantage goes towards management being like, fine, like sit out a whole year, you'll lose a whole year of pay, yeah, a whole year of your professional career. Um, we're doing fine over here yeah, without we're doing you. Fine without you. Yeah. But that said, if the Jets are struggling, and but then he comes in and he hasn't been playing NHL games. I know, and right? He's, yeah, and it's like, was he, was he contributing? He can go and train with SC Burn all he wants, yeah. but it's not the same as like going through training camp and yeah. being with the guys and playing preseason. Absolutely, and, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think go- no matter what, it's kind of like it. You know, <laughs> it won't bode well for the Jets if Kyle Connor and Patrick Line don't show up till December. Yeah. Yeah. That's, exactly. that's going to be tough. I that's think. a fact. And I don't necessarily foresee that happening, but it, it's a reality that it could be. So I don't know. Yeah. It's the old, uh, you know, the, the control, like mm. every, no one wants to like give up anything in these negotiations. Yeah. And again, it's these young guys that they're still like, for Kyle Connor, you kind of pretty much know, like you pretty much know what kind of player he is. Mm-hmm. Patrick Liney, is he a thirty he could, goal scorer? Yeah. Is he forty? Is he fifty? Is he sixty? Yeah. yeah. You know, we still don't know. Yeah. And you can't pay for that yet. But uh, yeah, like I would just say, the longer that these guys hold out, um, the tougher it is for coming, trying to come back in and trying to get caught up to speed. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you have to look at a guy like. Josh Morrissey, who wanted to just completely just sign, just skip that whole step and be like, "I'm good. Let's play some hockey." Yeah, you can't you can't argue with that. Let's take a break. We'll come back in a minute and wrap her up. Right on. All right. Cool. Well, 
Ah, the classic Dave Ellett overtime goal. Yeah. I'll never forget that one. <laughs> like, uh, were you watching it live? Well, I like I would have been like ten. Yeah. So I think whether or not Dad let you up, stay oh, up that late. Dad always let me up. He let me stay <laughs> up late. Um, but uh, t- definitely, I think it would have been like a late night sitting in Stonewall in my bedroom kind of thing, listening to the radio. Oh, yeah. Kurt Kaleback. On the radio. Yeah. yeah. Because like, yeah. that, that was from the TV broadcast, but I'm pretty sure um, I would have uh, right had the radio going. Um, listening to hockey on the radio wasn't something that I um, had really ever done as a kid because growing up in the Maritimes, we didn't have necessarily that... Uh, infrastructure i guess you might call it like there 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 were ahl teams but whether or not they were on the ra- like I, they weren't on my radio you know what i mean i don't i don't remember that but um now that like i've grown uh, so like sometimes when i'm driving on a highway or whatever i'll tune in to like a hockey game on the radio and it's like i kind of like it it's a totally different way to take in a game eh? Like, oh yeah it's just I don't know. It's it's fun. You have it to also, use, your, your, use your imagination a little bit. And it also depends on how good the play-by-play commentator is. Totally. Because there's the play-by-play guys that are so good at doing it for TV that they have the video cameras to help them out. Right. But then, like, you need the guys being like, and the puck goes to the far side boards, and it's yeah, moving, you need you know, more moving, descriptive. moving through the neutral zone. You know, you yeah. need that kind of stuff. Because sometimes on TV... You don't have to say anything because the video is showing you what yeah. the play is. And more often than not, on maybe some of the broadcasts that we watch these days, they're talking about like, <laughs> oh, this guy scored seven goals every Tuesday in March or whatever, <laughs> you know, like yeah, weird things that you don't really have time for on the radio because yeah. they definitely have to spend more yeah. time describing the play. Yeah. But anyways... Um, <laughs> this is our last segment of, uh, season two, episode zero. Yeah. The preseason the kickoff show. Preseason spectacular. Um, I feel like we need more <coughs> fireworks or something. Like we need, we need to, can we superimpose just like <laughs> right there? Just like fireworks. Well, I'll look into the animation budget and, cool. uh, we'll let you know. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, but so let's let's kind of look forward to what season two is going to hold for Talking Hockey, the Hockey Talking Show. We've got big plans. I mean, sort of, you know, we've got plans. I don't know if they're big plans. We're not going to change things up drastically. No. We're still going to do the vintage, vintage hockey hair segment. Yeah. We're going to do the local legend. Yeah. We're going to do the pants segment. Yeah. And just a couple go, other ones we were thinking. What are the of what are new ones again? Well, there was the one uh, we were thinking of playing a game that would be like guess the highlight, right? So you play a clip of a classic highlight or just any highlight, and then you cut it off. So like the play by play, and then you cut it off, and then you have to guess what happens. What happens next? And it could be anything. Right. Like, so maybe it's a fight. Maybe it's a goal. Maybe it's a save. Maybe it's a streaker. Maybe it's whatever. Right. Okay. So 
we'll try and dig into those and we'll and bring that uh segment to the show every every now and then yep uh what else um well the hockey card war hockey card war and i i've been actually like legitimately thinking about buying hockey cards yeah and i've seen hockey card packs yeah. now a bunch of places mm-hmm. that now i'm gonna just They're go around. stock up i'm gonna stock up so yeah like let's buy some <laughs> hockey card packs and also i've got that fat stack of cards at home so i'll like you know we can always bring over some and we'll just play some of that so there's hockey card war what else do we got here well we're um, gonna like we were gonna call a member of crest of steel oh the cold call segment yeah, cold yeah. calls yeah so yeah, talking hockey, the hockey talking show, cold calls. Yeah, we're just gonna call up a Crest of Steel member randomly. Randomly, they could be anywhere. Yeah, and they might not want to talk to us, and it might not go well, but we're gonna try. We're it. gonna do it. Yeah, and, and I guess you know within reason if we like go through the whole team and no sure. one answers, <laughs> we, we might, might have to some have like some sort of like uh, call display <laughs> blocker or something. I don't know how does that work. Yeah, we might have to just you know. Uh, put that segment to bed if it doesn't work, but we're going to give it a go. What else we're going to try? We're going to try, oh, we're going to get a goalie, uh, a, a goalie round table focus. episode. Yeah, like I don't know what you want to call it, but um, we've got a friend who's a goalie. He's a really fun guy. Um, and I think that, you know, he wants to be on the show. So we're going to, we're going to bring him in and try and get just like a goalie centric episode. So we'll like, talk all things goalies. So we like vintage hockey hair would be a goalie. Yeah. The local legend would be a goalie. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. all things goalie. We yeah. go through the league, maybe talk about all the goalies. Kind and, of just, and then like stuff like, you know, <laughs> playing wise, like what it's like to be a goalie. Cause like I sure as hell never wanted to be a goalie. I don't know about you. Only in road hockey. Yeah. I love that on road, road hockey. Road hockey a little bit. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, I yeah. would do like the old Dominic Hasser save or whatever, but not on <laughs> the ice. Just lay down and yeah. kick the, those. Two pads. Like every. rubber <clears throat> Cooper pads. Remember those ones? Oh, yeah. Every yeah. save was a two pad stack. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if it's not one of those, it's not worth making a save. Um, what else we want to do? We're going to oh, do. Oh, digital mailbag. Yeah. We're oh. our digital mailbag. So let's give a shout out to Matt from Chicago. Chicago Matt. He uh, he messaged just the other day and was like, "What's up, boys?" And um, where you been? Are you guys still alive? Yeah, we're still alive. Back from summer vacation, getting indoor, um, getting pucks deep. Let's give a shout out also to Jared at uh, CK. No, no, UMFM. UMFM. Sorry about that. And uh, he's he's getting on our grill about getting this show into the 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 channels where it needs to be so we he's so we basically need to listen to him so we're gonna we're gonna do that and so before you know it this show is gonna be on apple podcasts maybe spotify i don't know like i think once you do one they all go yeah wherever you get your podcasts and obviously um youtube youtube so that's a that's a step one um and I don't know what else. Um, that's like you know we've got other ideas, and you'll just have to stay tuned. And, and we're kind of just gonna wing it. Yeah, but we're gonna kind of use of... we're gonna kind of use last year's 
formula as our as our game plan or basically it, you know, it worked because this show is called talk and hockey and and we just and, talk hockey. and that's what we're doing right so every week we'll have a brand new winnipeg beer yeah uh, we'll have our hot talk hot talk and hockey, hockey hot, hot topics, topics of the, of the week, week. That's yeah. It. yeah um and we'll have our you know little segments and uh yeah we'll kind of keep her going from there yeah but it, it's honestly it's been good to kind of you know get the gear back out of the hockey bag well that's and the thing like, right you know, it's, it dusted off like get this like actually pro tools didn't crash once which is <laughs> fingers yeah, yeah knock on wood nice um, um I, I don't think it's I gonna crash on wood i didn't knock i don't think it's gonna crash because we've okay. already gone 75 minutes no crashes right. so thank ba- you basically to the listener thank you for listening uh thank you for tuning in and this season is gonna be i'm not gonna say it's going to be bigger and better than ever it's going to be a lot of the same of what you grew to love in season one and we're going to take that and just grow it um as i belch into the mic with Actually, my amity w- islands one other thing is we're going to have a bit more of a social media thing going on oh yeah we're because gonna... we do have a twitter account now oh okay. yeah I, nice. I made one noise noise yeah it's uh follow us at talking hockey pod Talking Hockey Pod. So at nice. T-A-L-K-I-N, no G, mm-hmm. no G. Don't need that G. Talking Hockey Pod on Twitter. Okay. And so those links, you'll see those links on wherever you click to listen to this. But that's awesome. And then also, so of course, we've been just using the, this is the podcast based on the Instagram account, Vintage Hockey Hair, essentially is how it kind of the idea ruminated and started so i was thinking about it and i'm probably going to just switch the the name of the instagram to talk and hockey pod don't worry fans of vintage hockey hair every post will be that um it's just that it's now actually just about the podcast attached to the podcast yeah yeah so nothing's really changing on your end so keep following keep liking pictures I took the summer off of posting, basically. I posted, like, a couple pictures, but uh, I'm lazy AF. Again, with the AF. I should just swear. Well, you like, should I just... sound so You got to enjoy the that. summer, though. Like, yeah, You had exactly. to take the summer off. So Get her going again. Exactly. Get bucks deep. So we're getting into it. Yeah. Uh, hockey season's going. Taking some laps. So we'll get on the old cellular device, and we'll be, we'll be making some posts and whatnot. But basically, stay tuned, hey? I mean, that's all there is to it. Yeah, and I th- I don't know as far as consistency. I don't know when we're going to be recording these things, but we will, and you will yeah. know about it. Yeah. So let's just have a good time. Yeah. Let's get pucks deep. Yeah, I mean... Pucks on net. Yeah, pucks on net, basically. Back check a little yeah, bit. Get that, uh, get that third forward high. Yeah. Got to cover. Look, I don't want to tell you how to do your job, but, you know, keep your stick on the ice. Exactly. <laughs> So anyways, that I think that kind of wraps up yeah. season two, episode zero, the preseason spectacular. And listen, if you're out there listening to this or whatever, and you're, say, Sucrum's Brewery or, uh, you know, you're, you're Leopold's Tavern or whatever, look, we're looking for sponsors, okay, guys? I mean, it doesn't hurt to ask is what I've learned in the summer. That was one thing I learned in the summer. Just ask. ask. Okay. So... Um, hey, we want sponsors. We want to work with you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's do it. We're going to talk hockey all winter long. It's going to be awesome. Cheers. Yeah. Well, great episode. Yeah. We'll see you guys soon. Welcome back. Cheers. <laughs>